0: hi there everybody it's James Dunn here and I am very very pleased to be here doing a little takeover taking the reins for Tina's daily podcast the Tina for real podcast and Tina of course is also reciprocating and doing the same taking over my podcast the very unimaginatively named James Dunn show my daily running podcast um so uh, again once you've finished listening to this maybe jump on over and listen to what Tina's got to say about learning to run by feel. But today, I want to talk specifically about running warm-up routines. Before we get into that, though, let me quickly get into a little bit of introduction about myself. Many of you I know we've had back and forth on uh, perhaps it's Facebook and Tina's Running For Real Superstars group, or perhaps you may have listened to the uh, the podcast interview where Tina interviewed me on the Running For Real podcast. Um, But for those of you where we haven't come across each other before, my background is as a sports rehabilitation therapist. I've been working with runners for the last decade or so and um, I've got real real specific areas of interest including running form, so helping runners work on their running gait um, and of course all areas of running injury prevention and of course Rehab. Unfortunately, there are so many injuries that many of us runners become all too familiar with. Lots of the overuse type injuries that we see: Achilles tendinopathies, um, medial tibial stress syndrome, runner's knee, so patellofemoral pain. All sorts of injuries like that. There are many others, of course. Um, but I started a website called Kinetic Revolution um, back in 2010, where I wanted to create a real resource for runners to be able to help them deal with a number of these injuries. So again, if you haven't checked that out, then please do feel free to head on over to Kinetic Revolution. Um, great place to get started, in fact, is Kinetic Revolution forward slash 30 day challenge. Again, just Google Kinetic Revolution 30 Day Challenge. I know Tina's got a link as well she might share in the show notes. Um, it's a really great way of just starting to get into a bit more regular strength and conditioning work. Anyway, enough about that. I want to talk today specifically about warm-up routines. Now Often I get asked about what kind of warm-up realistically a given runner should be doing before they start running and it's always less of a black and white and simple answer um, than perhaps it may initially seem and I try and give the answer in the context of the session that the runner's got coming up. So hopefully it makes sense to explain that if you're about to go and do a hard track session, so perhaps a series of 200s, 400s, 800s, a you know, really intense workout at the track, you're going to need a far more extensive warm-up. You're going to be needing to spend 20, 25 minutes working through everything from some fairly um, fairly basic mobility work right through to running drills and uh, and sets of strides. So the way in which that would kind of Build would be some gentle mobility work into a bit of dynamic flexibility work into some ballistic stretching. We're adding a little bit more movement and a little bit more power, if you like, to the movement. And then various uh, classic kind of running drills you could look at. Uh, There are some videos, again, that I could get Tina to link in the show notes, looking at some A march, B march, A skip, B skip type drills, as well as your classic kind of butt kick drills, your high knees drills, those sorts of things, adding movement. And then from there, we're looking to get into sets of strides where we're doing between kind of 50 to 80 yards worth of accelerative running, where we're looking to really reinforce good form. If anything, kind of start to exaggerate what we perceive as good form. So maintaining a really tall, upright posture, using your arms really powerfully, really picking your feet up underneath you, um, looking for this really kind of springy feel underfoot. Now, that process can easily take 20-25 minutes and you need it to do so to really get your body ready for the intensity that it's going to um, going to be met with or going to need to create when it comes to running the given reps in the given times that you're looking to achieve in that session now, the best way to think about it is or the best way to look at it is that through the various different drills, different exercises your're more than anything else, kind of beginning to wake up the right muscles that you're trying to use and stimulate them to be in a place where they are um, really effectively activated and, and ready to go in terms of being able to then go and put in the effort, put in the work to put in those solid reps. Now, at the other end of the scale, we've got, let's say, a Wednesday night 10k at a very easy conversational pace. Let's say that's on your program. Am I going to be expecting you to spend, before you're about to go out and, and run for, let's say, an hour or so, am I expecting you to spend 20, 25 minutes really ramping your body up into this really kind of amped up state as you would do before a track session um, before you then go out at this kind of conversational pace and and run for an hour? No. Of course not. I'm far more interested in getting you to work through some basic mobility work to start to, for want of a better term, kind of unwind your body from the the perhaps the kind of the stiffness of what the stiffness that's come from perhaps a day behind the desk or a day behind the wheel or you know the the rigors of modern day life to get you into a position where you're perhaps a little bit more able to move freely through big, important areas like your hips in particular and your ankles in particular. And there are a couple of very straightforward drills you can use to do that. In fact, there's a, a little park bench routine that, again, I will um, I will get Tina to link to in the show notes, um, as well as a couple of little warm-up routines or little warm-up exercises uh, in isolation, which you can use that don't need to take anything more than you know five or six minutes to work through if that in fact um, you can work through some very simple mobility work very simple uh, so mobility work for your hips mobility work for your calves and then get into what otherwise would be that very easy relaxed conversational run just by starting to uh, sort of take that first mile that little bit more gently and build into it okay so building into what then otherwise is that steady state pace okay and using that mile as a little bit of a warm-up will get you to a place where having done a little bit of mobility work having done a gentle ramp into the session you're able to go and execute the rest of the session exactly as you'd planned what i really like to do actually is finish off as well with those sessions with a few sets of strides kind of similar to the sorts of sets of strides we were talking about at the beginning of the track session example where we're just working on exaggerating form and starting to leave those legs with a little bit of spark off the back of that otherwise easy session so that's a little bit more kind of neuromuscular type training rather than um yeah, rather than talking about the sort of the aerobic benefits of getting that you know easy 10k as we said under the belt. Now if we go back and talk about those exercises before this easy pace 10 midweek 10k, this conversational pace 10, midweek 10k, those exercises I mentioned particularly in terms of loosening up the hips, improving a bit of mobility around there, getting you ready to run and around the ankles, I really like in those contexts A couple of hip flexor mobility drills that I will put again in the show notes and dynamic ankle mobility drills that again in the show notes. And we're not talking about static stretching here. In the same way that before your track session, we're looking to go dynamic and then a bit more ballistic in terms of the exercises with our little warm up routine before your easy pace run, we still want to stay away from static stretching because although we're not going to the same intensity as we would do in the track session, we're still, as part of the warm up, wanting to get our body ready for the movement, ready for the exercise, ready for the demands on those muscles that's about to come. If we were to just spend time statically stretching, Okay. So getting into a hip flexor stretch and just holding the position, getting into a hamstring stretch and just holding the position for, let's say 30, 40 seconds. What we're doing is we're calming those muscles down. Again, okay, we're, if anything, saying to them, you know, you know what? We want you to kind of down regulate your activity. We want you to, you know, just be that little bit more receptive to a further stretch. So it's the sort of stretching you'd use if you're trying to actually improve range of motion over time. develop more range of motion not the sort of um, stretching that we want to or the sort of mobility work that we'd want to apply if we're actually trying to wake those muscles up get them firing a little bit more actively and get them ready for then the run that's in hand which is why before running or before sports in general it's always better to focus on dynamic work rather than static work because it is very much preparing your body for The demands of the session to come and in fact there is work to suggest that if we spend time pre-sport statically stretching the chances of us getting injured when we do start to then expose the muscles that we've just been statically stretching to the exercise chances of getting injured actually increase whereas when we start to um, apply more of a, a kind of a dynamic routine then that's where because we're ramping those muscles up and getting them ready it's far more likely that we're actually going to see that as a measure to help uh, prevent injury going forwards. Now, I mentioned hip flexors and calves. Of course, it's very specific to where you have had trouble spots. Okay, I use hip flexors and calves as a, a kind of a go to because for so many runners, especially with our modern 21st century lifestyle, we do spend too long sat down for so many runners, those are the trouble spots. But for so many of us also, we know that perhaps we've got a little bit of a history of some piriformis pain, so deep kind of buttock pain, or perhaps our low back is the area that gets stiff, or perhaps it's our um, our patella, you know, patella tendon that starts to cause a little bit of trouble. We know where our various different trouble spots are. And through learning to... Um, learning to manage those injuries or those niggles you begin to learn various different stretches various different exercises which help to actually think of it as kind of grease the cogs a little bit and in this process feel free to use whatever those exercises are so perhaps if it's your lower back that starts to get a little bit stiff perhaps spending a little bit of time doing some knee drops so lying on your back dropping your knees from side to side just beginning to warm your lower back up and then getting onto all fours and doing kind of cat and cow stretches so you're doing sort of hump and hollows if that makes sense to again warm your lower back up before you start to run perhaps that's your best use of time if we're talking about a kind of a five or six minute little hit of exercises to then mean that we're going to move better on the run it's a very individual thing but what i'm trying to get across is that when you're running easy simply picking a couple of exercises that you know your body will be really receptive to using those as your go-to pre-run exercises and then ramping your way gently through that first mile will have you ready to go and then proceed on into the rest of your session. Whereas with our more intensive sessions, our track sessions, that's where we need this really structured warm up. We need to take step by step by step by step um, our little routine through from dynamic mobility work some of the more basic mobility work and slow and deliberate mobility work through the dynamic stretching work the drills the strides etc now the best way to remember that the best way to think of it is that the um, the intensity and the duration of your warm-up should really be directly proportionate to the intensity of the session ahead so the more intense the session the more bulky and intense that warm-up needs to be to get you ready for the session of course, vice versa. You know, The easier the session ahead, um, the more lightweight that warm-up can be and the more you can head into it. Now, the next uh, the next point is what we quickly wanted to make because so many of us are told about how we need to work on our glutes. We don't use our glutes when we run. Those all-important butt, butt, muscle, butt muscles um, are something that we need to spend time working on. There is a lot of benefit also to be had in actually applying a little bit of glute activation work before you run whether it's an easy run whether it's a track session or anything in between spending a little bit of time and i love resistance bands for these doing exercises like our resistance band crab walk or a glute bridge with a bit of a band to create some resistance around the knees we can add in some abduction pulling those knees apart those sorts of exercises are fantastic for actually beginning to wake up those butt muscles and get them into a position where they're firing slightly more readily and are more likely to be able to, uh, you're more likely to be able to use them as you're running. That's a great use of time. So perhaps getting that band around your ankles and doing three times one minute of crab walks so 30 seconds one way 30 seconds the other way quick rest do that three times and then go run or perhaps doing 10 times 10 second holds in our glute bridges with either with or without the resistance band around the knees is a fantastic way of starting to wake those glutes up and again getting into a position where it's more likely that those butt muscles will be firing as you then head off into your run so if you've been told by your physio your physical therapist that you need to work on your glutes that would be a great use of your time in a warm-up. Worth thinking about, worth considering. Um, I'm going to get to make sure that Tina um, puts some links in the show notes to some of those exercises that I'm talking about there. I'll provide uh, those links, Tina. And um, I would love to hear what you guys get up to in terms of a, a pre-run warm-up. So, in fact, once you've had a chance to listen to this, head over onto Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I'm Kinetic Rev on all the all of those again the link will be in the show notes um and let me know what's your routine what's your process in terms of running warm-up before again like i said midweek easy run versus a track session or even what do you do before a you know a 5k or 10k or something like that i'd love to know your experiences so do let me know perhaps i'll see you over on the james dunn show as well um please do feel free to head on over and say hello um having listened to a couple of episodes over there or listen to more appropriately listening to tina's takeover today i'd love to hear your feedback on that one and i'll speak to you soon thanks once again tina for letting me do this speak to you later bye now